Good morning, everyone. Nice to be here. Nice to see you all. It's uh, almost an interesting experience uh, to give a sermon. <laughs> um, and actually, even though this is actually a message that I have given before, um, when you prepare for it again, you kind of maybe think of a different way to do it. And then even even this morning, I was just explaining it to, you know, my, my sister-in-law was asking, what was I, what am I talking about? And so I was explaining it to her. And then, and then, uh, when I kind of finished, I said, I haven't written any of that down. None of that was in the sermon, but actually that was quite good. <laughs> so I've, I've kind of maybe, uh, I might get a bit lost and then have to come back again, but we'll see. Um, and uh, <laughs> while I was preparing this, I thought, you know, I, I thought when Koken gave a sermon two services ago or something, he said that he was known for having, giving very short sermons. Um, so I thought maybe today I can challenge that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's not my goal. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so um, yeah, obviously things have changed a little bit in, in North London with my uh, father taking a little break. And um, I've been helping with the technical side here and uh, streaming to, to uh, YouTube. And I, I forgot to welcome everyone on YouTube as well. Um, and... Uh, because of that, I've been working with uh, Koken and Chris, and uh, I shared kind of some of this content with Chris. And so he thought, actually, this is, this is uh, something that maybe we should uh, share in North London as well uh, on the topic of, of worship, right? Um, so it's, it's an area that I've put some thought into. Um, I suppose, well, somehow for quite a while, but not until more recently, um, did I think of it as worship and then understand it kind of a lot more deeply somehow? Well, definitely a lot more deeply because now it's kind of like quite fundamental. I think a fundamental part of life, right? I think it's, um, yeah, absolutely. For, for me, it's a way that it's like changed the way that I would look at life in a sense. And, you know, like quite broadly, even though, you know, you can look at it very kind of in a more narrow way as well in terms of uh, more specifically, right? Uh, but for me, it was quite broad as well. Um, so yeah, I'm going to try and and share a little bit about what I could gain, right? Um, hopefully, it's not too much of just an RE lesson, but because I feel like it's quite simple. But then, a lot of kind of good ideas can be quite simple, right? I suppose. Um, and if if you if you just never thought about it, then it doesn't occur to you, right? Um, or we've never like looked into it. Uh, yeah, as, as many of you know, um, music is, is one of my passions and something that I've uh, invested quite a lot of time into. Um, and therefore, it's also been an area where I could kind of give back something to, my, to, the, to the community. Um, and I originally became quite involved uh, because of that, right? It was, I mean, there were some other things I was doing, but then eventually it led to launching a music ministry in, in, in central London, right? And... Um, just draw your attention to the vocabulary, right? We called it a music ministry. That's kind of where our mentality was. Like that was, that seemed like the right name for it. Um, so I, I was doing that for a number of years before then getting married. Um, and then of course we moved to Ireland for a, a while. Um, and then recently coming back again, 
And, but then as, as I've come back to the UK, then my mind has gone from, in terms of ministry, from thinking about, about music to thinking about worship, right? Um, so yeah, and so what, why is that, right? Um, actually, growing up in this, our community, um, worship's not a word that I, that's used very much, I think. Um, and if, if at all, really, I don't, I don't remember it being used, yeah, at all, that being the, the direction, like, that we were worshipping and, you know, that, to my knowledge, I can't, I can't think that that was the word that we used. And I, and I think, in general, it's very important to think about a vocabulary um, because the way that we actually speak about things can influence not only the people that we're talking to, but actually ourselves as well. It, it, it determines how we're looking at things, doesn't it? Um, it's kind of like if, you know, you ask the, the question, is the glass empty or full, right? And, and some people will be drawn to one or the other. And, it can, and that can show a very particular attitude, can't it, right? Um, whether you look at it as being half empty or half full, you know. Um, and, you know, even the way that's, like, it, it's a bit of a, a circle or cycle somehow, like, like, for instance, even your posture can determine how, how you feel. Like, of course, you might be feeling bad, so your posture is bad. Uh, but actually, if you can be quite conscious and you make your posture as if you feel good, it actually makes you feel good right? or better, right? Um, so I think the vo your vocabulary can be very, um, uh, it can affect you a lot as well, and, you know, yourself and others, and it determines how you're, how you're seeing things. And of course, um, you know, this is, to my understanding or belief, like that's kind of like the, the spiritual journey in a sense, even like, um, you know, if, if you're religious, it probably means that you accept that um, you can be better, right? Um, so how do we do that? And the, these are the kind of things that you need to think about in order to, to, to develop yourself, right? Uh, to be more conscious and to look at the way that you're, uh, you're viewing things, right? And uh, yeah, so vocabulary is a big part of that, in my, in my opinion. And um, yeah, so before, before having kind of thought about the word, let's say, worship or, um, you know, this idea, um, to me, that word was very stigmatized. It was like, I'm sure I did learn it in RE class, right, when I was, what, 12 years old or something like this. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, you've forgotten all that <laughs> by now. Um, and so, gen in my mind, it was like, yeah, very pagan or or uh, just old-fashioned, primitive kind of word. It's just it's it's just gives some funny or some not. It's not something I'm drawn to, you know. It's not a word that I would be drawn to. Um, but my change of perception came fairly quickly. Uh, if you just pretty much just look up the word in the dictionary, kind of thing, or look up the etymology of the word, so the the origin, right? Um, and in English, the word worship. So as far as I can understand or tell, it comes from Anglo-Saxon and is made up of two, two parts, worth and, well, it's spelt very differently, but a worth and skip or ship, which is now ship, worship, right? 
Um, and simply this means worth, right? To give worth to something, right? So essentially anything that we're giving our time and our attention to or, you know, spending our resources on, uh, we're worshiping, right? That's by like just very, by definition, by definition, um, whatever we're paying attention to um, is, is what we're worshiping. Um, I, don't, I don't have any slides today, but if I did, I would show you a picture of my, uh, my coffee setup at home. I have a nice coffee machine and a grinder and uh, all these other bits and pieces for brewing coffee in lots of different ways. So this is like my uh, coffee altar. And uh, I'm very religious about it. I, I get up in the morning and, uh, and I go there and I prepare and I, you know, I'm praying for a well-extracted, really tasty coffee. You know? um, that's, it's religious, you know. I get up and uh, the first thing I do is go downstairs, switch on the machine, you know, uh, because I, you know, I really value a nice coffee in the morning. Um, so, and so, yeah, so... You know, anything, anything that you're spending your time on is obviously, um, whether you know it or not, whether it's conscious or not, you are placing your value on, you're valuing somehow, you're, you're showing worth to, you're worshipping. Um, of course, there is, you know, then you, already you can kind of then become a little bit introspective, right? You can kind of then look at, okay, well, what am I spending all of my time and resources on? And, and, um, and you know, is that, is that what I really value? Or, you know, is, is, could I be doing it differently, right? So already, like, just, to look, just looking up that word, it kind of, like, it, for me, anyway, it causes a little bit of uh, reflection then already, you know. And um, for sure, you know, so for sure it's not, you know, anything can be valuable, but there's surely... Uh, kind of like a bit of a hierarchy there of, of like what is really valuable and, you know, and so on, you know. Um, and I'm going to hopefully kind of circle back to that later on. Um, but yeah, I mean, following this line of thought, um, you could say that really to worship is, is human nature. It's part of who we are. Like we can't not worship then by definition. We can't, you know, you'd have to literally do nothing and then you'd probably, you know, you would die if you if you don't worship anything, you know, um, you know, we have to eat. That's very valuable. And it's very clear that we value that a lot because we take time to prepare food. Um, and even we make an occasion of it, you know, we'll invite people um, to come and eat with us. And, you know, you prepare it very, uh, with a lot of heart, actually. And, you know, so um, that's very valuable. But, um, you know, if you value it a little bit too much, then... Uh, you might get a bit fat or something. <laughs> um, so, you know, anyway. Um, but yeah, it's, it's human nature um, that we, we worship or whatever we think is, is worth it. Um, so yeah, and of course the question is, do we, what do we actually spend our time worshipping? Um, and is what we're, what we're worshipping actually really worth it? Um, so that's kind of just the... The definition right so um and already it's yeah interesting so then looking at it from a religious perspective then of course because that's kind of really where i wanted to go um we're taught that we should we should worship god i think you know all faiths somehow have that in there right um and god's word and um most you know 
Many or most religions will have a day on which they spend in particular to, to worship God and, and the word of God. Um, and that's, you know, hopefully why we're all here this morning and why we're all joining, right? Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> um, so then, then I suppose the question would be, well, how are we supposed to do that? How, how should we do that? Um, and I, I think, you know, going back to what, like, wondering why I go to service, this was kind of the thing. Maybe I felt like th- th- it wasn't being shown well enough or it wasn't clear enough to me that that's actually what we were doing. <laughs> um, so I think, and, and I think, yeah, anyway, so what are we supposed to do? And uh, it's, it's very easy to find quotes, you know, in the Bible describing worship, especially in the Psalms. I think the Psalms is pretty much all about worship. Um, for instance, Psalms 150 it says, hallelujah, praise God in his holy house of worship. Praise him under the open skies. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. Praise with a blast on the trumpet. Praise by, praise by strumming soft strings. Praise him with castanets and dance. Praise him with banjo and flute. Praise him with cymbals and a big bass drum. Praise him with fiddles and mandolin. Let every living, breathing creature praise God. Hallelujah. Right. I think that that's quite clear. It's telling us uh, that, you know, saying we should praise him. We should come. So we, we can do it in church. We can come to a holy house to praise him. But it also says we can praise him under the open sky. So it doesn't matter where you are. You can praise God. Um, and we praise him for his power and greatness. And how do we do that? Well, you know, we we make a lot of noise, essentially, you know. Um, you know, it's saying to blast on the trumpet, play, uh, dance, actually, play the flute. So David is actually, his flute is welcome. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's passionate. I think that's really the, the, the key there. Because, of course, everyone uh, shows their praise and adoration and passion in different ways. But I think the, the point is, it's, it's very passionate. It's like... Um, that kind of way. And I really like uh, the quote, this quote from C.S. Lewis, where he's reflecting on the Psalms. And he says, I think we delight to praise what we enjoy because the praise not merely expresses, but completes the enjoyment. <clears throat> it is its appointed consummation. It is not out of compliment that lovers keep on telling one another how beautiful they are. The delight is incomplete till it is expressed. It is frustrating to have discovered a new author and not to have been able to tell anyone how good he is, to come suddenly at the turn of a road upon some mountain valley of unexpected grandeur, and then to have to keep silent because the people you're with, you're with um, care for it no more than a tin can uh, in the ditch, to hear a good joke and find no one to share it with. The Scotch Catechism says that man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. We shall then know that these are the same thing. Fully to enjoy is to glorify. In commanding us to glorify him, God is inviting us to enjoy him, right? So, yeah, I think that, that's, I don't know, I think that's quite clear, right? Um, you know, if, you, if you're passionate about something, you, it's not fully expressed and, you know, it's not, you can't fully feel it unless you actually express it, right? Um, you know, if you, if you love someone, you, you need to do something about it. You don't just be like, yeah, I love them. Just, 
do nothing. So <laughs> you, you do something, you do something nice for them or you tell them that you love them because it's, it's through the expression that actually um, that feeling is resolved kind of thing, right? Um, so I, I also have quotes from, you know, some, let's say, uh, principled quotes, I suppose. Um, so one from the principle is uh, saying that the ultimate purpose of the universe with human beings at its center is to re return joy to God, right? And um, so, of course, this, that's from Trufada, Summer Moon. And he also tells us how we might do that um, in, the in this other quote. Um, I'm not sure which speech it's from exactly. I, I found it in the Chon Song Gyeong. Um, and actually, in in this quote, he says that he pretty much says that the whole point of our community is to create an environment in which humankind can dance together with God and the Messiah here on earth. Right? It's the it's the same idea of like from the Psalms and um, and that idea. And, and the full quote is is uh, he asks the question, "What is the goal of Unification Church?" That's what he says, right? And then the goal is that we should all be able to just. Uh, yeah, have a party, essentially, right? Um, and have a good time in the name of God. <laughs> um, and, you know, that's all well and good. That's great. Um, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, but if you, if you uh, look to the Bible again, the, you find this section uh, which uh, seems to completely contradict that, right? Um, and the, in, this is from the book of Amos 5, 21 to 24. Um, so the Lord says, I hate your religious festivals. I can't stand them. When you bring me burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. I will not accept the animals you have fettered to, to, fattened to bring me as offerings. Stop your noisy songs. I don't want to listen to your harps. Instead, let justice flow like a stream and righteousness like a river that never goes dry. So that's pretty strong. Uh, and he's, he's, uh, he seems, seems pretty angry. Um, <laughs> that's a bit worrying. Um, he's like, or, or maybe it sounds like, you know, an old man on his lawn. It's like, be quiet. I don't want any of this, you know. Uh, but anyway, it's quite interesting. So, uh, yeah, what's going on there? Um, it's, you know, the, it sounds like they're doing what they, they've been instructed to do by having a good time in the name of God. Um, but he doesn't accept it and is quite upset. And of course, this quote is completely out of context. Um, <laughs> um, so in order to understand what's going on here, we need to, uh, well, I actually need to read you the bit before. <laughs> um, so in the, in the section before, in Amos 2, 6, he says, The people of Israel have sinned again and again, and for this I will certainly punish them. They sell into slavery honest people who cannot pay debts. Um, the poor who cannot repay even the price of a pair of sandals. They trample down the weak and helpless and push the poor out of the way. And it continues, you know, saying how um, basically they're, they're treating people who are, you know, not as wealthy as them or, or, um, or whatever uh, very badly. Um, and yeah, and then, and then going to church on a Sunday and, and praising God, you know, um, so then it makes sense. Obviously, God doesn't accept their worship because true worship should lead to, and it, it said at the end of the first quote that I said, um, ooh, where's it gone? It should lead to justice, righteousness, and loving our neighbor, right? Um, so not treating 
treating people terribly during the week and then having a party in God's name on Sunday. Um, that's not fully worship, right, otherwise. Uh, so, um, as I said, I would come back to this later, uh, earlier on, I said I'd come back to this point of like, kind of like hierarchy or something like this. Um, you know, true biblical worship actually includes worshiping people and creation as well, right? Um, and of course, the, the divine principle highlights this as well, right? Um, in talking about how human beings are obviously designed um, or created in the Im image of God and creation is, is designed as the symbol of God, right? So everything that exists somehow represents God. So you can't, you can't worship God on a Sunday with a party if you're not worshiping everything else, actually. Um, and yeah, anyway, so it's, yeah, it's, I don't know, I find this quite interesting and quite, uh, it can guide you quite a bit, right? So, you know, there's, there's this kind of hierarchy, but anything, you can worship anything and you just need to kind of get your priorities in order, you know? Um, and yeah, anyway, um, some of this actually, um, William Haynes brought to my attention and, and one point that I really liked um, that he pointed out to me um, was the specific phrasing of the first commandment. So who can, who can uh, re recite the first commandment for me? Anyone? Exactly, yeah. So obviously you get different translations in the Bible, but the, the key words in the first commandment <laughs> I just found that very cool. It's like um, that he's, he's not actually saying you shouldn't have any other gods. Everything is, everything is uh, a, a image or symbol of God. Everything is God. So you can absolutely have other gods. Like, that's fine. You have, uh, you know, maybe there is someone who's like a, a, a big figure in coffee making. So he's my coffee god, you know. Uh, he really knows how to make good coffee and he can teach me how to make my coffee much better, he's like a, yeah, he's like a coffee god, you know. Um, but he, he doesn't come before God, you know. He doesn't become before anyone else uh, in general. Um, and, uh, but I can still worship him as a coffee god. <laughs> and I think uh, if anyone has just joined me, um, that's very out of context and uh, might sound quite sacrilegious, but you'll just have to rewind and <laughs> watch the, what I said before. Um, so anyway, hopefully, uh, my, I suppose my intention for this message um, is, yeah, I mean, to hopefully that you can adopt the word worship into your life, like that that is now meaningful to you, um, and that that can, yeah, give, give you uh, something to reflect on, I suppose, as it has for me. Um, and then also um, how, you know, it'd be nice to start this kind of discussion of like, well, how, do, how would we like to really worship uh, on, a, on a Sunday even, right, as a community? Um, because I, for me, it wasn't clear, you know, it wasn't clear uh, what exactly we were doing on a Sunday. Um, and I think if, if that's the case, then maybe we could be doing it better, right? Um, and yeah, so in order to do that, we need to know why we're doing it and kind of 
exploring this area as I've tried to do today. Um, so yeah, as I said, I hope, hope that that can give you something to reflect on and that it can uh, be a point of discussion um, as we move forward as a community. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening.